You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. Hey, I got a little test for you right now. It's kind of a uh, just, well, because I took the test and it's really surprised me, I'll tell you that. The question is this name the top 10 car brands driven by millionaires, okay? Now, here in the Hudson Valley, Things have changed in the last couple of years. I don't have to read news articles to know that people are coming into the area just because, well, when I come out of the grocery store and I'm behind a Maserati, (laughs) I'm like, dude, I don't think I've ever seen that before. Or I'm at the light down from the station and I'm behind a Bentley. That's like a, was that a grade up from a Rolls Royce, right? I don't know. I mean, you know, the cars that you see around are like, wow. I mean, those Teslas are like a dime a dozen now. They're everywhere. It's amazing. So if you were to list the top 10 car brands driven by millionaires, and I'll give you a hint. Number, the BMW is number six on the list, okay? Uh, it was stunning. It really was. Driven by, now, I don't know if this is all over the world or not, all right? Top 10 car brands driven by millionaires. You've had a little time to think about that. I named a couple of cars that I've seen out, very high-end cars. Number one is Toyota. Mm, now you feel you're like, Ooh, I'm driving a car of a millionaire. Absolutely. Number two is Honda. Mm-hmm. Number three is Ford. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I mean, it might as well be Chevy, you know, Ford or Chevy, but it isn't. It's Ford. It's amazing. Number four on the list, we get to the Lexus. Okay. A little bit more affordable maybe than, you know, but then you've got the Subarus. And the BMWs. Hyundai is actually number eight. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And then you get to the Lincoln, you know, probably a high-end Buick or something like that. But number one on the list, cars driven by millionaires, is a Toyota. I am so shook. I know. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. A little throwback time right now. I want to warn you. This could bring back some memories right here. I don't know if you can smell that lunch cafeteria back when you were in school. little thing, you had that lunch tray going and you were coming into the seating area. And man, you were shaking so much because that little, little carton of milk barely stayed on that tray. Because you were like, why, why, why were you shaking so much? You know exactly why you were shaking so much because you were wondering where you were going to sit. You know, and you were like going, please, God, let one of the cool kids just have a, you know, say, come on over here, have a seat for me or something like that. You know, that just every day we had to go through that. You know, we're in the cafeteria. It's just amazing. Well, I want you to know something. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, through the blood of Jesus, has invited you. Sit right here at my throne. That's what it is. You're sitting at God's table now. Okay, check out Revelation chapter one. I did the last part of verse five and verse six. Revelation one, five and six. You see, God made you new and he really, really likes you. the sound of life. Hey, it's Monday Mug Day. So coming up in just a few minutes, we'll do, we'll hear Dr. Tony Evans a couple of minutes with him. We'll check the weather with Russ Murley, and then we'll uh, give you an opportunity to win something that you don't have. And the only way you can get it is to win it on the Cup of Joe Morning Show, right? And with the correct answer on the hotline, which is toll free, 800 946 
1765. Fascinating day in history today. And happy birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps, created by an act of Congress. Got any idea when? 1798. Woo. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you think they'd change uniforms by now? But anyway, um, so it's pretty cool. Uh, archaeologists unearthed that uh, life-size clay figures that were made, they think, about 2,000 years ago in China for an emperor there. 8,000 life-size clay figures. They did that. Medal of Freedom was awarded. I'll get to that coming up. Um, all right. So there we go. Always taking a look at... Uh, Things going on in history, not as clear-cut as you want. Uh, right now, we're praying that more Jordanian nationals will come to know Christ, of course, in the country of Jordan. And we're praying for Betty Musani, whose children took away her property after she became a believer in the country of Uganda. Bless Betty, Lord. Provide for her. Encourage her today. And finally... We're praying for university students and teachers in Turkey. They have asked for Bibles and information about Jesus Christ. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for that. Encourage them. Keep them safe in the palm of your hand. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for praying along this morning. Your daily dose of encouragement. I've got a smile on my face and a twinkle in my eye. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The Sound of Life. Monday Mug Day, and of course, the first person on the Cup of Joe hotline with the correct answer, you win the one and only Cup of Joe Morning Show Travel Mug. So if you don't have one, get on the phone, 800-946-1765. It has to do with Today in History. The question's coming from Today in History, July the 9th. I almost touched on it a little bit, but it was in 1977. Think about the year. 1977, the Medal of Freedom awarded posthumously to who? Billy Graham, Babe Ruth, or Martin Luther King Jr.? Call me right now and let me know. The Cup of Joe Morning Show is open. Here we go. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. In the middle of Monday, Mug Day. I don't have a right answer yet. Um, think about it. 1977. Medal of Freedom awarded posthumously to who? That's the highest civilian uh, award you can get. Okay. Uh, Billy Graham, Babe Ruth, or Martin Luther King Jr., call me. Give me a hint. Give me a guess. Okay. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Yes. He's coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Well, yeah. Well, let's go to the Cup of Joe Morning Show hotline. It's Monday Mug Day here. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Good morning. Cup of Joe Morning Show. Who's this? My name's Tammy. Hey, Tammy. I'm doing great. Hope you're well. I am well, thank you. All right. You want, you, as well. <laughs> you want my mug? I do, but I'm not sure. Now, in 1977, the Medal of Freedom was awarded posthumously to who? Martin Luther King Jr. That Woo! is correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got my mug today. Yes. I love that mug. I've been crying for that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not quite sure, but I think she's happy she's got it. She's been trying for the longest time. Every Monday morning about 7.15, if I am here, <laughs> we can do. I will give you an extraordinary opportunity to get the one and only Cup of Joe morning show travel mug. Just give me a call. 
You'll always be glad you did. Anytime, right? Great. Here we go. A great way to start your day. Go ahead. Make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. The sound of life. Hey, I am Joe, and it just kind of hit me uh, a few days ago that things are happening for the first time in a couple of years. You know, I know, that old fuzzy thing. I, how many times have you seen somebody go, 2021, uh, what is it, 20, where are we? 21, 22, 21, whatever it is, you know. It's amazing how many times you get lost in that fog. We all know, right? But uh, Rosendale Street Festival coming back Sunday, the 16th and 17th, Saturday and Sunday, 16th and 17th. Uh, that's after two-year hiatus there. Uh, I know, uh, let's see, the town of Athens on the river there, north of uh, Catskill. They had a big deal this past weekend. The weekend before that was um, Rip Van Winkle community around the lake, 50th anniversary. They had fireworks and stuff. You know, it's excuses to have fireworks. You know, it's like, well, yeah, the 4th of July is just kind of that date you can have it around. <laughs> this is kind of neat. Uh, so it's good. You know, to get out and have things going on. Car shows are happening, and I love those. You know, we, classic cars and things. I just like to see them riding around, smell them. So it's interesting, you know. Go back, throwback thing. One of the things that's happening is the job fairs today uh, from 10 to 4 at the Albany Marriott on Wolf Road in Albany. And uh, it's pretty cool. So, uh, you know, you can just, just show up there. They, they've got a ton of... Uh, People that are going to be there, they probably like to talk to you about that kind of stuff. Job fair. And I don't know if they haven't had one in a couple of years, but they're having that thing today. So you may want to take advantage of it. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't imagine traveling to school every day without it. It helps me um, in my prayer over our school and our students and teachers. So thank you for all that you do. The Sound of Life. Hey, I am Joe. So I was looking at this a little bit of advice here. It has to be from a woman, and I say that not because your phone is always with you, you know, in the bathroom, at dinner, you know, you got a couple minutes of downtime, whip out the phone there, you know. We all do that. But because we need to have, we need to be bored a little bit, and in a world of distractions, basically just create some space for nothingness, right? And I was thinking, well, for men, that's a thing, <laughs> okay? And I always thought it was, and then I saw a seminar on it, and man dummy on one side and a woman, you know, bust or whatever on the other side. Anyway, they, the man was talking about the difference between men and women, and he said, you know, men actually have kind of like a neutral gear. You can actually kind of not think about anything. And, and, and women are always like, what are you thinking about? I'm nothing. <laughs> and you don't believe it. But it's true. It's like, I wasn't thinking of anything. <laughs> that's the truth, isn't it? And you're like, because you're like, if that's real, I hate that. Because <laughs> your brain is like a bowl of spaghetti, you know. And one little sliver on the end, one... <laughs> One strand on the end gets pulled, and the whole thing is moving inside, right? I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's the way God created you. I'm sorry that it has to be that way, that you can't just put it in neutral and sit there and not think about anything for a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
But, you know, it's the way God created us, and somehow we work together. Somehow we get it done, right? The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Put some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. The Sound of Life. Welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show here on a Tuesday. Man, it's warm and tropical out already. Okay, you probably know that already. Okay, it's kind of neat. It's neat when it's early in the morning, way early in the morning, you know, when you're eating breakfast like me and stuff. It's really cool to have the breeze blowing along. Okay, but later on it's going to be hot. But, you know, the birds probably know all that. The birds uh, have tapped into the Earth's magnetic field. Okay, and you may realize that. A lot of animals tap into something, okay, because they leave home and uh, thousands of miles later and they're back. Well, migratory birds visiting your yard right now. Probably, you know, they, uh, they're going to be going down south uh, at some point. But right now, they're living it up in your neck of the woods there. All thanks to an ability known as magnetorception. And uh, that's how birds know where to head when they migrate and then how to get back to their nesting sites. Although there's a new study in, they always got to study those migratory birds there. They're really cool. And, uh, yes, the birds primarily use that magnetic inclination, which is the dip angle between the Earth's magnetic field and the surface. You got all that? You're right, Nate? You're taking notes? Uh, (laughs) The dip angle of their nesting site as their cue for relocating the spot. In other words, they use the the Earth's magnetic field as a stoplight. Oh, we belong right here, Ethel. And we're going right down here. That's what we're going to do right here. Isn't that amazing? I mean, just anything like that. I, we just like to sit and watch them on the feeder and stuff. It's uh, just just something that simple is really cool. And what did the Bible say about the relationship between gods and, well, sparrows? He knows every sparrow that falls and each migratory bird that stops and goes. And he knows you and he can take care of you. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. I'm Joe, and I was reading about Mare, who's in her 20s. She had a chronic illness and uh, raised Hindu. Didn't seem to be doing anything for her. She wasn't at peace. She wasn't healed or anything. And an uncle invited her to go to a church service, Christian church service. And she ended up becoming a follower of Christ. And her whole family went. They ended up becoming followers of Christ. Her mom and dad, she lives with them and stuff. And she's got brothers and sisters that live there in this heavily Hindu part of India. And, uh, you know, the the uh, persecution started right away, pretty much, because the rumors start in, you know, oh, they've left those Hindu gods. I bet they did it for money, you know, and it got to be very difficult to be at work even. And one day, the words turned into action in the street one day, and they were really getting beat on. They ended up in the hospital, really bad off. She was very bad off. There are people who paid the hospital not to treat them. And then they ended up having to be transferred. Some friends came along. Open Doors Mission came along. They got them in another hospital, got them treated, paid their medical bills. And they, you know, Mayor had to be reminded because now she's like, you know, I mean, how would you feel? They had to remind her of great promises, God's great promises to her, the 23rd song, you know. Um, So she basically was restored and she ended up, uh, people at Open Doors Mission helped out a lot on that. They even have a persecution preparedness training and she went to that and she shares her testimony she's uh really amazing she now has an unshakable faith in christ 
You know, she said, when this attack happened to me, it wasn't easy to come out of it. But God put one thing on my heart. Do not fear, for I am with you. Amazing. So, she said, God has a big plan for my life. So we pray for Mayor in her 20s still and her family for safety and courage. And as the lead singer for Jars of Clay said years ago, I just never forget it because I was stunned. And in a concert, they had just gotten back from Vietnam. And he said, boy, you know what? Those people have a big God. It's incredible. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Hey, I am Joe. Welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show. A lot of alligator picks. Well, they always do. I mean, you know, alligator in the pool, alligator on the pool float. <laughs> it's all yours, buddy. And then an alligator found in a place that's unusual for alligators. That's always a lot of fun. This time it's in Wisconsin. And it was found on a lake in Wisconsin. And this wasn't very big, alligator. It was, it was kind of getting passed around between the boat patrol and the Department of Natural Resources. Here, you take them out. We don't want an alligator here. So they actually put it out uh, to so somebody can claim it. It's about 30 inches long. And uh, I don't know if anybody's going to claim it or not. If it doesn't, then they'll relocate it to a, a sanctuary, probably down the road from Wisconsin, I'm thinking. Um, I, but it must have been... Couldn't have survived the winter, I don't think, there. Mine didn't. Did I ever tell you I had an alligator? Yeah. Well, you're dating yourself if you once owned an alligator. Now, I, maybe you're thinking, well, you grew up down south. Yeah, you all had alligator, didn't you? No, but it wasn't that uncommon. Um, and I think it was on a trip to the beach because I remember... Coming back with a turtle one time. Kept the turtle in the terrarium. Kind of, kind of cool. The alligator is a little bit different story there. What were my parents thinking? <laughs> sure, it's fine now. <laughs> it's eight inches long. But, you know, if you feed them and they stay alive, they tend to grow. <laughs> and I look back on that. I said, boy, I think he got away when I was out. I put him out in the bird bath one time. And he loved that. And I... I think that's where he slipped away. He didn't know what he was doing, but maybe God knew what he was doing. Because what, what, a, what, <laughs> mom and dad? I'm sure my mom was thinking we must be out of our minds. The sound of life. I am Joe. It's Cup of Joe Morning Show. Port Jervis. The frequency is 88.9. Takes me a second to realize uh, that'll be off today for sure. Yes, they had a little bit of delays yesterday. Don't want to go into everything. Uh, engineer communicating with me, you know, telling me about that. So they did a lot of uh, productive work on the ground yesterday, but today. So we're praying that the thunderstorms don't affect a little bit later on. They can get everything done today. They can do it. But if they have to cut short because thunderstorms have to be off tomorrow. But you do have the app, right, and the iPhone app store or your smartphone app store, whatever. You can listen online, soundoflife.org. Thank you so much to those of you who support all this new equipment, stuff like that. You provided that. Pretty cool there. You don't climb the tower to put the antenna up, but your name's on it. I guarantee you that. Pretty cool there. I got to tell you this, man. So her name is Louisa. She just stopped into the Dollar Tree to get wrapping paper, like we all do from time to time, and just observed this really cool thing taking place. Just happened to be there for a few minutes, and she observed this pretty old guy asking for help. And he said, I need 
to pick out a birthday card, and the lady's bending down, looking at him, you know, for him and stuff. She said, well, whose birthday is it? Can I, I can better pick out a card? And he said, well, it's for me. If I wake up tomorrow, I'll be 85. My wife wanted to get me something, but she's very sick, can't leave me in the house. I can't leave the house. And I want her to know I got a birthday card from her. Isn't that cool? So the woman now obviously is affected by that because she's helping him. And they were talking about the love of his life. And when they got married, they met as teenagers. He had to go off the war. She worried about it, waited for him, came home, started a family and all that kind of stuff. Isn't it really cool, you know, this life uh, that he thinks enough of her that he's going to pick out this card for her to give to him because she can't get out. That is really very cool act of kindness going around, you know, just oozing with kindness. In fact, the woman who was helping the man turned out to be the owner of the store, and she also owns a restaurant. And she said, you know what? If you and your wife ever get out and you come to our restaurant, then dinner will be on me. Yet another act of kindness. Pretty cool. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. Got to give a shout out right now. That's right. They call him Turbo. He's in there. He's TJ, who's a chef at Greg Farm's store there. He's, he's the best. Check him out. Okay, stop by there, just say hey. And uh, so he's a new helper dude, my son said. He is really cool, according to my son. So a big shout out to um, Turbo. There we go. Woohoo! Yeah, all right. A great way to start your day. Go ahead, make my day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Hey, I am Joe, and 70 um, year old grandmother is returning to lifeguard chair. She did it because there is a dire need. I just saw something in the news today about a shortage of lifeguards. That's a shame. And that's what she thought, too. Uh, when she was 16, she worked as a lifeguard in Philadelphia. But a lot, is done, a, lot of, a lot of living has gone on since then. She's a mother, grandmother, city employee, retired. Now she's 70 years old, going back to something that she absolutely loves. And, of course, she's doing it for the kids, and that's what she said. She's doing it because, and I quote, the situation that we're here in Philadelphia is just dire, and I just wanted to do something to help out in kind of a way to help a child. Absolutely does. That's a big deal. I remember being a kid, not in the city, obviously, but I remember going to a very nice pool um, that was run by a city. And, you know, I mean, if we couldn't go there, it would be a big, it was a big deal when we were a kid to go jump in the pool and stuff. It really is. So kudos there to Grandma Robin Borlando. Bringing back the 16 youth, even though she's 70. I love her now. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Look, I'm a frequent coffee drinker. I'm part of the club. I have a card. The Sound of Life. Hi, I'm Heather filling in for the Cup of Joe Morning Show this morning. Hope you're having a great Wednesday so far. If you're not, well, I'm sorry about that. Let us know how we can pray for you. There's a way on our website to post on our prayer wall, or you can just keep listening. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. We're the Sound of Life. Good morning, I'm Heather. Want to remind you, God honors the time that we set aside for him. I and a friend went to a monastery in 
lower southwest Michigan uh, this weekend. Set aside some quiet. We had some retreats of silence, three three-hour periods. My kids teased me that I took a vow of silence. <laughs> no, I just took a retreat of silence, but... It was really, really good. God showed up through his word. He showed up. uh, We were a part of some services there at the monastery, uh, showed up through communion, and then just my time with him. So make sure that you set some time aside. Now, this is the first time I've ever done like a time away, but I know too that God honors our time with him. So make sure to be setting time aside just to hang out with the Lord. Waking up with a cup of joe. You make my drive to work so worth having. Thank you for the entertainment, the music, the love, the blessings. The Cup of Joe Morning Show, the sound of life. Joe taking a day off today, so I'm here playing the music for you to keep your Wednesday going. Hi, I'm Heather here at the Sound of Life. I just want to remind you, God is for you today. You may feel like the whole world is against you. But remember, God is working on your behalf. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. Hi, I'm Heather here at The Sound of Life. Took a weekend away with my college roommate, and we spent some time at a monastery. And one of the things we talked about all weekend long was how expectations kind of get us in trouble. They set us up sometimes. And that was like the theme of the weekend for us. But I didn't know what to expect, really. I knew that I was going to spend time with my friend and that we were going to have some periods of silence. Well, we ran into a younger uh, couple. They were friends. They started sharing with us, decided to pray for them. And it was great. And that was not something I was expecting to do. But we did it, and I'm glad. But there's lots of other times where we set expectations on things, and then they don't meet those expectations, right? And then we're disappointed. So I've been asking God since the weekend, like, make sure that my expectations are not too high, that I have very realistic expectations for things, but also to be open to what God may want to do during a situation as well. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Might as well get up, do something. The Sound of Life. Expectations. Do they ever get you in trouble? I know they get me in trouble. (laughs) It's other here at The Sound of Life. I was having a conversation with a friend this weekend about that. Sometimes expectations really put us in a bad place, right? We think something's going to happen or we think a person's going to do something, you know, and then they don't. And that's really disappointing. It's hard, though. I think it's a balance. Like, I think we should have certain expectations for situations, but maybe not unrealistic expectations. So kind of want to check myself today. Where am I at with my expectations of situations and of others? The Sound of Life. For The Sound of Life, good morning, I'm Heather. Some time uh, by a private lake yesterday, just kind of soaking in uh, God. And he showed me this little turtle. And the turtle was on like a, a log. And the turtle was totally content. But there was like frogs jumping around him. And there was like fish blowing up and birds flying by. And there was all this crazy stuff going on around him. And he was not phased. And I thought, you know what? I I need to be more like that. There is a lot of crazy that goes on around us, right? (laughs) But we can trust God. That turtle knows that all that stuff is going on. But he's fine. 
he doesn't worry, right? And I know it's, you know, different. We have brains, our, our thoughts are powerful things. But let's stop worrying so much about the things going on around us. For me, that tends to like take my focus off of God. So when I focus on him and I don't worry about those things, there's a lot of peace that comes over my life. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Oh, you're a smooth talker. You are. You are. The Sound of Life. Good morning. I'm Heather here at The Sound of Life. You probably have heard the lullaby, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. Well, in Philippians, Paul challenges believers in Philippi to be blameless and pure as they shine like stars in the sky, while offering the good news of the gospel to all around them. We often feel inadequate and struggle to think our light isn't bright enough. Have you ever had that fear? But stars don't try to be stars. They just are. God brought physical light into our world in Genesis 1-3. And through Jesus, God brings spiritual light into all of our lives. We are to shine in such a way that those around us see God's light and are drawn to him. When we shine, we follow Paul's directive to hold firmly to the word of life. In a deep world, in deep darkness, we draw others to the source of our hope. That's Jesus. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. We're the sound of life. Good morning. I'm Heather. I spent the weekend at a monastery and it is a very different uh, denomination than what I'm used to. And so there was a little bit of nervousness about that. We were required to go to two different services every day that we were there, which was great. And God showed up. It was way out of my comfort zone, but there were two services in particular that God really reminded me of Jesus's sacrifice on the cross and also the depths of God's love for us. It was powerful. And so don't discount, like if you get invited to a friend's church, it's going to maybe not be what you're used to. Uh, For us, we had to follow along kind of in a program to kind of keep track of where they were going. But God uses that time and he will show up. And you may be surprised. You may be like, well, this is the only way I know to worship God. Yeah, well, this was very, very different. And God showed up. And it was really cool. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. You're as funny as a cry for help. The sound of life. Don't spend your time worrying about those around you. Okay, this is something that I do a lot. <laughs> I am Heather here at The Sound of Life. God does not want that for us. He wants us to focus on him and trust him as our provider and uh, our, our God, our king. Let's not worry so much about the people around us, what they think of us or what they're doing. Let's do the work that God has called us to do today. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Hi, I'm Heather here at The Sound of Life, filling in for the Cup of Joe Morning Show. I hope you're having a great Wednesday so far. If you're missing Joe, I got great music on the way, music that he would play, just so you know. But he's going to be back tomorrow, bright and early, starting at 5 a.m. here at The Sound of Life. A great way to start your day, the Cup of Joe Morning Show. I am Joe. Welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show. And for those of you uh, science people... All right. Got a little something for you right here. Um, it's a scientist working in Germany have been studying 
uh, unearthed materials in these ancient lake basins. And they've been studying all kinds of weird stuff from fossils and charcoal and pollen and all this kind of stuff. And what they've concluded was that these people, which basically they think they're human-ape ancestors of ours. They go way back, right? Okay, more about that in a second. They settled the land in ways like making campfires, butchering game, and building shelters. Now, I believe that they were people just like us, very similar people that were created by God in his image. And after the flood, people groups dispersed. Remember, there was the Tower of Babel, okay? They dispersed, talking in different languages, and they went out, and they basically did what the Bible said to do, was to dominate, uh, you know, fulfill, uh, subdue the earth, make it their home, and that's what they were doing. And it, it doesn't, nothing that the science has unearthed conflicts with anything that the Bible says. Aha! All right, here we go. Waking up with a cup of joe. I can't stop drinking the coffee. I stopped drinking the coffee. I stopped doing the standing and the walking and the words putting into sentence doing. The sound of life. Lauren let everybody know that she had a boy in her class who comes in every morning with messy hair. So she started combing it every day. She said, I comb his hair for him. This morning when I got done, he gave me the biggest hug and he said, Thanks, Ms. Boyd. My mom is sick. Can't brush my hair anymore. So I'm happy you do it. Man. The sound of life. I am Joe. Thanks, Heather, for filling in. Appreciate it. It was a wonderful day. More about that coming up. I posted on the Cover Joe Morning Show Facebook page. You got to check out this thing. I've never seen it. If, if you said I, I, it's a sea slug, it's a photograph or it's a video, actually, of a sea slug, I was not expecting this at all. Absolutely beautiful is, is an understatement right here. It's the most colorful species of sea slug. It's found off the coast of California. And uh, it begs you to say, boy, was this specially created by a wise, intelligent creator being at the very least? I mean, you know, wow, it's pretty incredible right there. But, you know, the greatest miracle in the world is that God can take an unholy man out of an unholy world, make that unholy man holy, put him back in an unholy world, and keep him holy. Only the gospel, the grace of God, can do that. Amen. Waking up with a cup of joe. Good morning. Good morning. Rise and shine. The sound of life. I love what she was thinking about. Of course, she is a devotional writer, and so probably every encounter she sees during the day, you know, she's kind of thinking like that. Instead of coming up with a song for you, she has a, uh, an incredible thought. Her name is uh, Zosheel Dixon, and she was at the zoo recently, and one of my favorite creatures at the zoo, it's everybody's favorite, is the sloth. And she's sitting down there resting, and uh, here's, here's this sloth hanging upside down, just so content at being very still. And she sighed because she said, I got health issues and I struggle with stillness and desperately wanted to move forward. I always want to do something, anything. And resenting my limitations, I longed to stop feeling so weak. But while staring at the sloth, I observed how he stretched one arm, gripped a nearby branch, and stopped. Being still requires strength. 
She says, if I want to be content with moving slowly or being as still as a sloth, I needed more than incredible muscle power to trust God with every dragging moment of my life. I need supernatural power. Like in Psalm 46, the writer says, don't just give me strength, Lord. He is our strength. He doesn't just give you strength. He is our strength. No matter what's going on around you, the Lord Almighty is with you. It's just true then. It's true today. Wow. So, battling afflictions or struggling with waiting, whether whatever you are battling, I'm sure you've got something right. God remains faithfully present. Even when we don't feel strong, she is reminding us that God will help us flex our faith muscles. It's an interesting observation right there. Lord God Almighty, thank you for giving us opportunities to flex our faith muscles by trusting you to be our strength. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Well, I tell you what, we have, uh, I, you know, I, I have to confess, I've been, for some reason, I was reminded of the movie Catch Me If You Can, which is Steven Spielberg movie, very well done, about a real life character, man, named Frank Abagnale, who, uh, well, I don't I get into everything, but um, if you watch the movie, he basically was an imposter at a very young age. And he, in his short years before he was caught, between the ages of 16 and 21, uh, he impersonated an airline pilot, flew millions of miles. He impersonated a doctor, worked in a hospital. Uh, I can explain it to you, but it's mind-blowing. He also became a lawyer. He didn't impersonate uh, a lawyer. He passed the bar exam in Louisiana. But some wild, wild stories he's been telling. Steven Spielberg got a hold of the story somehow. And, uh, you know, by the time he was 21, he was caught. And that was in France. He served time in prison there. He served time in prison in another country. Came to the United States. Served time in prison in a federal penitentiary where... After, I don't know, a few years, he was offered uh, a deal by the FBI. If you would work there 10 years, you know, you'd be free. He said in a speech in 2017 to Google, he said, I have now worked 31 years past the date I was required to work there. And he said, I met my wife working there. Actually, he was undercover somewhere. And when that was all over, he... Uh, he told her who he really was and stuff, and he said, my wife, the real Frank Abagnale, said, my wife made me. He said, no doubt about it. He said, we raised three sons in the state of Oklahoma. They grew up, and they're doing their own thing. He was talking about what they were doing and stuff, and he said, they had no idea about my past. Remember, that was from the age of 16 to the age of 21. And he said, and then Steven Spielberg makes a movie. I didn't want a movie made about my life. But he did it because he was so impressed with the redemption in it, and he was impressed with his father. And that's the reason, if you watch the movie, Catch Me If You Can, um, he has his father in it. In reality, when Frank Abagnale was 16, he didn't know his parents were getting a divorce. He was told to go to the courthouse, and they lived in Westchester County. And he went to the courthouse, and he was told... The judge didn't even recognize him. He said, you got to pick mom or dad, which one you want to live with. They're getting a divorce. He said, you're asking a 16-year-old to do that? I couldn't do it. They ran out of the courthouse, got some things, went to New York City. He was very familiar with the city because his father had a business there and he did deliveries and stuff. So 
made his way around there for a while. One thing led to another, and that led to the movie. But he said, my dad was the greatest dad ever. He said he was six foot three. Every night, and there were five kids in the family. Every night he would bend down on the knee, whisper in our ear when we were in bed, I love you. I love you very much. He said he didn't know if we were awake or not and stuff. Sometimes we heard him. Sometimes we didn't. But he said, I guarantee you, he did that every night. And he would, he didn't see his dad because his dad, he said, here's a man who ran up and down the subway stairs every day. He said it was in great shape. And one day he slipped, running up the steps, he slipped, and he didn't get a hold of the rails. He hit his head and he ended his life right there. And that's why he didn't see him again. But movies take liberties and stuff like that. But one of the things he said, which I thought was amazing. Now, you know, in this talk that he gave at Google in 2017, only about a third of it was his exploits, which are just incredible. And you could never get away with them now. You know, we're in a different era now. But um, one thing he said, and he said, now this is not going to be popular. But he said, every child, and he said, a 16-year-old is a child, needs their mom and their dad. Every child needs the love of their mom and their dad. I hope that hit home. Listener supported the sound of life. I'm Joe. Welcome to Cup of Joe Morning Show. And uh, what a cool story. They were uh, in an orphanage in Sri Lanka. These brothers were James and Abraham. Abraham is James is older. Doesn't matter. But they were put in an orphanage. But that's when the good stuff started happening because a couple from Charlotte, North Carolina, adopted them. And, uh, you know, they were kind of in awe coming to the United States. What is it that you think they would be in awe of? One of the things they mentioned, a, a car wash, which I thought, yeah, that's true. We washed an automatic. That must have been pretty cool. Things like that, you know. Their biggest surprise, though, was when the family celebrated Abraham's 12th birthday. So his mom baked him a cake. And they were asking, well, how did you celebrate your birthday before? And he said, well, I never celebrated my birthday before. In fact, I didn't even know when my birthday was. The sound of life. Welcome. Guess maybe one of the themes has got to be worry and anxiety. They go together hand in hand, right? I, I thought of a good example, really. I'm not a Dr. Tony Evans coming up at 7.15, but I... It's a good analogy. I go to get the garbage can here or put them out or go get them here at the Sound of Life. The driveway is probably, what, uh, 50 yards, something like that. So I'm walking down the driveway, and I get into the driveway, and then I get attacked. And I remember it, and now I go, oh, I forgot to wear a hat. Apparently, they like my thinning hair. <laughs> These horse flies, at least one, maybe two, they come out of the hedgerow there and they're like, ooh, fresh meat, you know. And boy, they are so annoying. Oh, here I go again. <laughs> it's just like anxiety, you know, worry, anxiety. They, they, they feed off of each other. And so under BibleQuestions.com, that is a relatively new website with Dr. Andrew Farley, BibleQuestions.com. It's pretty cool. How do you deal with worry and anxiety as a Christian? I'm going to post his rather lengthy answer and a video. Not, I mean, it's a page, you know, but I'm not going to tell you here. But like he said, the quick answer is our worries are often the result of what ifs. 
that penetrate our mind. We can only overcome worry when we realize that we're not in control of these what-ifs or any other potential scenarios in our lives. All we can do is trust Christ as our, uh, as our life and allow Him to carry us through. So, you check out the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page in your news feed there. If you like me, you'll get that. You'll see this link in BibleQuestions.com and complete with the video. And I'm trying to help you out this morning here. The Sound of Life. Well, I guess it's in. We now, we all know that night owls tend to outlast us early birds in how long they can stay mentally alert before becoming fatigued. Eh, you know, I figure I still got a couple more hours left in me of being alert. For a, but hey, still, we're the early birds, man. We are. Wakey, wakey, sleepyhead. The sound of life. Beautiful morning. Going to be hot. You know, I mean, we're now we're not talking about 80s. Uh, some of us will be in the 90s. So, I mean, no, for the next few days, it's kind of the way it is uh, right now. But hey, we're all excited. Cooling us off is the coolest thing ever. Cost $10 billion and we shot it into space. Don't you know some butterflies were happening in the stomachs of the people in charge when that thing launched off the launch pad? $10 billion sitting on top of that. The Webb Space, the James Webb, excuse me, telescope. It's a half a million miles away out in space. Um, and it's uh, one of those, it's a very odd-looking thing. If you've seen it, you would, I, I thought, that's the telescope? Wow, it's pretty cool. But it picks up infrared images. It's what it does, translates into what it sees. That thing is so powerful. You ready for this? Better sit down. If it was in your backyard, it could pick up the heat from a bee on the moon. <laughs> oh, really? That's all you got? That's it, huh? Wow. So images, there's some very... You know, famous images that have been released. The uh, the nebula thing is what you see. That's people, what is that? That's a real popular one. But there's one that's a square. And when you look at it, you can see that spherical shape of galaxies. They're all over the square because this thing is looking into deep space, looking out beyond our galaxy and other galaxies primarily. So you're looking at, there, there's like a thousand of them there, something. There's all there. Think about that. Each one of those little galaxies has billions of stars in it. Each one of those. And if you want to know how big the universe really is, you take, imagine you're holding a grain of sand at arm's length. Compare that grain of sand with your field of vision. That grain of sand is what you're looking at in that photograph compared to the universe. It's almost, I mean, it's like, I got to think of something. I got to go watch a cartoon or something because your mind just gets blown. I'm posting the photograph, in case you're not familiar with it, on the Cup of Joe Morning Show Facebook page. All I'm saying uh -huh. is yeah. that there are some things beyond the can of mortal man that shouldn't be tampered with. Well, we don't know everything. No. Plenty going on right now in the Twilight Zone that we don't know anything about, right. and I think we ought to stay clear. The Sound of Life. I am Joe, and... Well, you got to love it when she comes into work, regular shift. You know, you can imagine what's on her mind. She's probably tired already. Working at a place called Chances Dance Hall. Her name is Chelsea. 
And boy, she didn't expect the good fortune that was going to come her way. It was uh, pretty interesting. She said, well, these two random girls that she had never seen before came in among the crowd of regulars. One of the women ordered, tipped her $1,000 on a $179 tab. She started crying. And then the woman goes, no, that's not good enough. Here, let's make it $2,000. And she went to retrieve the receipt later. She saw the woman had ultimately left a tip of $4,000. That's kind of like you when you're giving during a fundraiser. We're on the air talking about giving and, you know, we have, you're just so generous. You're like, no, you know what? Let's double that. <laughs> It's amazing to watch God work, and she thought God was working in there, too. She's a single mom, as it turns out. Boy, she's got extravagant plans for that. She's in college, first of all, at Texas A&M, and she's going to use the money well to help pay off the school costs, of course. She's going to pay some bills. She's going to take her aunt and her grandmother out to a nice dinner. Ooh, paying it forward. Isn't that cool? Of uh, the generosity shown to her, she said... And I quote, I believe that was a gift from God. Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Voice of the martyrs out all over the world. Really amazing the things that are going on. The fact that they know about it, too, because some of them are just incidences that happen to individuals in countries. So they are really in deep with an incredible ministry there. And uh, they put out a prayer request uh, every week. And it's amazing. I did not know that people in Mexico were losing their land, housing, community, and family for following the Lord. Remember to pray for those people, strengthen them, provide for them, Lord, and the, most of all, peace over them, right? Um, and in Nepal, Sumi is a person who's facing emotional abuse from those in her village and even from her father. And so we're praying for her to find strong Christian community. Sumi is her name. Yes, Lord. Thank you for providing for her and meeting her needs, comfort, and the people that she needs to be around. And in Bruni, we pray for believers from neighboring countries that they'll find creative ways to engage with the people. Brunians, I believe. Um, not to make a joke about that, but um, I'm going to go find out where that is and pray for those people right there. You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family by supporting the station, visit us at soundoflife.org.